This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. For hundreds of years, anthropologists have studied the social relationships of human beings. And none have been more confounding than what they call the different strokes effect. Get it? Meet Jade Gulliver, a charmingly low-maintenance, amicable sci-fi fan and avid podcaster. And David Lim, a top model strutting, goldfish-loving, walking jukebox. So... Can you handle the difference? Get ready for different strokes. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. Yes, Jade. Now, it's really interesting because yesterday I woke up to a text message from you mm-hmm. saying that you had a very different strokes dream. Yeah, it was so weird, Dave. It's just like, okay, when was the last time you and I had some sort of different strokes related dream? I, I don't recall ever having a dream with both of us doing our shows or something. But this is not a regular show that you saw in your dream. No, it was some sort of Different Strokes variety show. So there was like, (laughs) it was like the best of the best. So the best of all of our guests ever. Were we wearing sequin jackets? Well, there was some sort of performance (laughs) going on. And there was like, you know, so Ricky Lee was there. Our friends Rofi from Rofi Does, they were there. It's a very Different Strokes lineup. So we've got a couple of bloggers. Yeah. And we've got, you know, Australia's premier fag hag pop star. (laughs) Yeah. And so there was just like all kinds of weird stuff. I think even Danny was there at one point. It was really weird. As in Danny Minogue. Yeah. And so. (laughs) Was she judging us? (laughs) Pretty much. She's always judging us. She's always judging us. Uh, And then there was like, so, you know, there was that variety show element, but there was also like the behind the scenes stuff going on. Like, you know how in those, I don't know, these days when they've got like the behind the scene, like I was sort of privy to what was happening behind the scenes of this different show. Maybe it's because you are on the show and you are also on stage and behind the scenes as well. Yeah. So is this like, you know, the audience looking at the show and behind the scenes through Jade's eyes? Yes, because it was my point of view. So I was definitely sort of, it, it was definitely my perception of what was happening in this variety show situation. What was I wearing? I'm afraid to ask. I can't remember what you were wearing. You never know in dreams, you guys. I was caught up in the human drama of all of these people being around us. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when your friends appear in your dreams, you don't know what they're, you know, they're not usually wearing what you, you think they'll be wearing. Yeah. Sometimes nothing at all. So that's why I was a bit afraid to ask. <laughs> I am so glad our relationship is intact and nothing has been damaged from you, like, seeing me naked in your dreams no, or something. No, no, As no. far as I'm... We've got a brother-sister relationship. So that would have been very twisted. Yeah, it would You would have needed to, like, seek therapy, it, I think. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this Different Strokes variety show happen. <laughs> 
Somebody call up Ricky Lee. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start there and then we'll go down the list. Yeah, down the list. And then we'll finally end up at Danny Minogue and see how she's feeling about it. <laughs> we need to get enough guests on there first as leverage. Yeah. Look, Danny, um, we just need someone to stand around and judge us. What, how do you feel how about How do you feel about that? <laughs> now, the salary's not quite on X Factor or Australia's Got Talent. Basically, we can offer nothing. Yeah. We can give you, like, a chocolate sundae. The opportunity to judge us should be enough. Yeah. <laughs> But, Jade, speaking of celebrities and yep. true stars, mm-hmm. last week we had the pleasure... Sure to be the, the the star of the Different Strokes Variety Hour, if you will. Oh, we, we can't have a Different Strokes Variety Hour without Mama Lim, yeah. my mum. <laughs> yeah. So, last week we had her join us on air to give her thoughts on Big Brother and, you know, the finale and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. And she also spoke up about marriage equality and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. That podcast is now up on our Twitter and Facebook. It is a must listen. I just, do you know what was really interesting? Because she hadn't heard herself on the radio before. So Mm. hearing the podcast was the first time mum had, well, essentially heard herself. Yeah. Do you know what she said to me? What was that? When she first heard herself, she heard a playback and she went, I sound really Asian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm actually quite surprised that my mum thinks that she sounds Asian. Yeah. Surprised that she's surprised. Yeah, surely she she didn't know. Until that she night. didn't know? Yes. <laughs> like, Mum, this is what you sound like all the time, and I think it's perfectly fine, and I think it's perfectly endearing. And that's that's why people love you, Mum. Yeah. That's why people love you, because you, you're just keeping it real and natural. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you want to catch that podcast of uh, last week's episode with Mum, you can head to our Facebook. Uh, you can go to joy.org.au slash different strokes, and there's links there. Um, and we're also on Twitter. We're at diffstrokes949 which I think we posted there too, yeah. Yeah, it is posted there as well. So thanks to our fantastic podcast guru, mm-hmm. the Yoda of podcasts. <laughs> I'm making Petro out to be really old. Yeah. But I think you and I are just excited to have, you know, somebody else support Team Different Strokes behind the scenes. Yeah. Because for so long we were just pulling all the strings ourselves. We, we were Team Different Strokes. We were. We still are Team Different Strokes, but we've just kind of expanded. Yeah. We're like the Holy Trinity now. <laughs> <laughs> Is Petro the ghost? Yeah, is Petro the Holy Ghost? You can be God. <laughs> you can be God and I can be Jesus because I've always wanted a beard. You know? <laughs> I have this inability to grow facial hair. Yeah. So I think you if think I, this is your opportunity. Yeah, well, Jesus can do anything, right? He, yeah. can, he can turn water to wine. He, he can make himself grow a beard. <laughs> you say that it's about pop artist with character. Pop, pop artist with character. Forget what you've heard. Get ready for a different Strokes take on music. Now, Jade, what you are known for, though, and this is becoming a bit of an, a growing reputation for you, a very positive reputation for you, is that you're a bit of a tastemaker. Mm-hmm. A lot of people at Joy who are appreciators of music, but maybe don't necessarily listen to a lot of indie pop, tend to turn to you like a flower leaning towards the sun <laughs> for your sure. music picks of the week. So this week... What are you going to let us have? Um, I Okay, so it's an LA indie pop band, a brother and sister duo. Oh, uh, it's like called, the cause, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> they're called Blonde Fire, Dave. Uh, they've been around for many years. Like I was telling you this mo- earlier this morning, Dave, uh, like during the Dawson's Creek years, oh, they, they had a band with a different name and they had like songs on the Dawson's Creek soundtrack. But they've sort of relaunched themselves under the guise of Blonde Fire 
is their name now. Uh, and they've had some, like a series of sort of EPs coming out. Um, this track that I've chosen as my music pick of the week this week, um, Where the Kids Are, uh, was actually first released uh, last year as a single and then they've come back and they played at South by Southwest which is that big music festival in Texas uh, earlier this year uh, and got some huge buzz around them, got signed to a major label, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, and then um, they'd released this other single called Walking With Giants, which is also on this EP. So th- they've released the EP this week called Where The Kids Are. It's got the song re-released. It's got four tracks on it. All their fans now are, you know, going nuts about, when are we going to have a full-length album? You keep, like, repackaging these things. Maybe now we've got the major label involvement. We'll see an album soon. If you like Naked and Famous. That was the very first thing I picked up on when I heard this song. And and the Naked and Famous is one of those bands that you introduced me to. And I actually went to a gig with Jade to see them. So that, that was like me completely on board. You know, so I was there, and and this song definitely channels Definite. punching in a dream. It does, it does. So if you're into sort of that indie pop with that reverb, the male female uh, melodies going on, in some of their other songs they sound a bit like of Monsters and Men, another band that we both love. I feel um, like they're just making music for you and I now. They really are. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's very like happening indie pop at the moment. So I think So for a band that, you know, have been around since Dawson's Creek, yeah. which I think is situated sometime in the Jurassic era, <laughs> they've they've come a long way to reinvent themselves into something kind of modern and current. And I'm thinking, how long was the hiatus? Have they just been quiet for a long enough time that people kind of forgot they existed in the first place? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe they just never, like, because they had, I was reading about their sort of previous band and they had, like, they were on the Monsters in Law soundtrack and stuff like, the, you know, that yeah, terrible, that terrible Jennifer Lo- Lopez movie? Yeah, like, with Jane Fonda. Yeah, like, so they were obviously quite big and then they've kind of, I don't know, how, I'm, I'm curious how you about, make that leap? How I don't do you know. make that leap from changing your name, dropping half your band, and changing your sound? Yeah, uh, that kind of stuff would never happen with like I don't know, Girls Aloud. <laughs> you know, maybe can, you sort of like you know, all right, well, our heyday is over. Let's you know go back and reassess. Hey? Yeah, let's get a new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jade, during the week, you and I had some sort of a discussion about hair, and um, because. I'm going to make a confession now, you guys. I've never been to the hairdressers to get my hair coloured. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't had a natural hair colour in probably 15 years. So you've had some disasters in your time too, Oh, right? yes. I've had hair colour disasters and everything, but I, I blame nobody because I have nobody to blame but myself. Because mm-hmm. I, I do it all DIY at home, you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't have a hairdressing qualification of any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. I go into like your Priceline or Harehouse Warehouse and pick up some sort of chemicals and try to mix it up in my lab. And then whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. If I turn out ginger against my will, (laughs) God help us all. Yeah. And that has happened so many times. (laughs) So I'm really intrigued with your approach to hairdressers, Jade, because you are so trusting. Yeah. You you just go and get your colours done occasionally. I've never done colours. Yes, you have. You've uh, dyed your hair once. You told me. Yeah. So when I was a teenager, um, <laughs> I used to I used to put purple in my hair. That was like, that's the extent of colouring colouring I've ever done. But you go to the hairdressers regularly to get your hair cut, but you're, yeah. and you're very trusting. Like yeah. you, you just go, oh, well, you know, whatever. I'll just say I need a haircut. I go to the cheapest, closest hairdresser. <laughs> I don't ask for a particular 
regular person. I sit down in the chair. You don't ring in advance to try to book like no. Leo or Michelle. No, or... no, no. I sit down. I'd secretly sit there while I'm waiting and hope for the person to not be a small talker. Yeah, you don't like making small I hate talk small with talk. your hairdressers. So really. I like to go to like if there's like the, you know how they've got the those little Asian style hairdressers. Yeah, yeah. I like to go to those because often there's a lot of non English speaking people, so I don't have to worry about the awkward. <laughs> like I just you know I just feel weird about people making small talk with. I hate small talk anyway, but it, even more so when they're touching my head. And you can't get away because you're yeah. in the seat. They've got you tied down with some sort of cape around you. Yeah, and. If got weapons they've got scissors and my hair is very short so it takes you know it It takes no time it takes literally 15 minutes to cut my hair my approach to hairdressers is very simple and mind you mama lim used to cut our hair all of our hair my dad's hair my brother's hair my Mm -hmm. hair for for like you know the longest time until i didn't visit a hairdresser in australia Mm -hmm. until i was 18 yeah yeah that's some sort of amish kind of crazy cult lifestyle But for what you. you've got going on now, I imagine it's quite precious. Yes, it is. So now I have a regular hairdresser that I ring in advance to try to book mm-hmm. to get my hair done. And I'm very specific. I tell him exactly what, what number to use on the clippers and where and how high and, yep. you know, what style and how he should cut my hair. So I feel like he responds well to directions. <laughs> and I like that. I like being creative director of my own hairstyle. Well, see, you obviously have, like, a completely different... See, my girlfriend is very similar to you. She will... She's like we'll have to have someone has to cut her hair exactly the way that she says but i'm just like well you know it'll grow back it'll grow back what's a big deal yeah what's a big deal it you know it's five weeks <laughs> joy, joy, joy 94.9 now we're going to start a new segment here on different strokes because let's face it you see christmas decorations up and everything already mm-hmm. 2013 calendars showing up at your news agents yeah the New Year's coming. It is. It's time to wrap up 2012. We're giving away a 2013 CD. <laughs> it's all very future gusty. Yeah. We're looking to the future. But it's time for you and I to do this thing where we do every year on our show mm-hmm. and just kind of have a look and reflect on the best and worst of the year. Best and worst of 2012. You know, it can be anything pop cultural, TV wise, music wise. The so web. It's the web. Apps. Yeah. My God, we, we have a lot of thinking to do. We've got a lot of stuff to do. We've got a lot of stuff to cover, basically. So it's going to be our new weekly segment in the lead up to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Kicking it off, Jade, I feel like I cannot, I repeat, I cannot talk about 2012 mm-hmm. without mentioning Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> uh, it, it really actually surprises me that you haven't watched this trashy reality show. Oh, I, I haven't watched a trashy reality show. Like, that's it. <laughs> That's something new for me. Oh, my God. Like, because I watch every single kind, Jade. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, Jade is not a big reality show watcher, as Mm -hmm. you guys know. We even had to call my mum in to talk about Big Brother because that's how removed Jade is from the process. Yeah. I, for one, I don't really have time for TV. But the minute I heard about Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, I kind of thought, oh, my God, this sounds controversial, disturbing, but... Why are so many people ranting and raving about it? There must be something very addictive about this. Mm-hmm. And it's been referenced so many times this year already. Yeah. Just to give you a bit of a background, it is a reality show uh, from America that follows a toddler beauty pageant named Alana. Mm-hmm. Now, Alana goes by the nickname of Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. And Alana first came to fame on another reality show called Toddlers and Tiaras, oh. which is basically about, you know, kid beauty pageants. Yeah. 
Now, that in itself, you know, would raise a few eyebrows and get a few people concerned. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't sure about, you know, whether I'll be able to watch a show about, you know, child beauty pageants because there's, there's so much negative stigma attached to it. Mm-hmm. But this show that follows Honey Boo Boo maybe isn't so much about that. It's actually more about her family. Yeah. Her very fascinating, big, redneck family. Mm-hmm. And it, this is like a cultural experience for me because... I've never met a redneck before or a self-confessed redneck. Yeah. So I've never been to middle America. I mean, you might have, Jade. Oh, uh, yeah. My girlfriend's from Oklahoma. So yeah, yeah, but your girlfriend's not like this family, though. They are just, <laughs> they, they are something else. Like they have like 500 rolls of toilet paper. I'm not paper. saying my girlfriend is like that, but I'm saying I've got experience with these people. <laughs> these so-called rednecks. Yeah. So this is an eye-opening experience for me. And it's wildly addictive purely because of Mama, yeah. who is um, Honey Boo Boo's mum, June. Yeah. She has some amazing one-liners. And the, the key essential to having a great reality TV star yeah. is that you have to kind of come up with your own saying. I feel that that's essential. It has to have something that has traction into, you know, that can be used in everyday life. Correct. And, you know, June, a.k.a. Mama, mm-hmm. has definitely has her own fair share of sayings that a lot of people after watching the show have started picking up. I've started, rather than referring to things as beautiful I'm calling it butimus because that's how mama would say it. <laughs> so it, it's it's kind of catchy. Yeah. And there's so many gifts on the internet related to Honey Boo Boo. So I feel like we can't do 2012 best and worst without naming Honey Boo Boo as one of the best. And Honey Boo Boo has come out in support of Marriage Equality, Dave. Yeah, she was on uh, Anderson Cooper's show. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she, she made some sort of statement saying, you know, really in, in support. I believe of, her uncle is gay. So yeah, yeah, there you go. So even for a child, she has such... Such a, you know, such a worldly view mm-hmm. of things, really. Yes. Yeah. So she, she's a bit of an icon, I feel. <laughs> and when she comes out for marriage equality, people listen, right? Yeah, of course, because, yeah. Who are politicians anyway? Yeah. We want to hear from Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, Jade, I put my name in the generator, in the Honey Boo Boo nickname generator, mm-hmm. and it came out with Divine Lacey. I, I feel so fabulous. It's it. It suits you, Dave. It does really it suit does. me? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, maybe I can do some sort of drag show with that name. Yeah. Like I could be like, you know, an apprentice Dolly Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Divine Lacey. Now, Dave, mine was Jacqueline Goober. Jacqueline Goober. Mm-hmm. I like that. You see, very a, understated, isn't it? It is understated. And Jacqueline has sort of maybe a little bit of a butch vibe to it, I feel, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, my girlfriends came up as Karma Lovebug. Karma, as in Karma Chameleon. Yeah. Karma. Love bug. Love bug. Oh, that is cute. You have to absolutely tell her that. You have to actually address her now as Karma Love, love bug. bug. I will do. Yeah, you absolutely must. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, uh, my app of the week this week is Retromatic, which is uh, basically you can take photos um, from your camera roll or you can take it in the app and it gives it a retro look and feel. I mean, you might be sitting there thinking, how is this different to Instagram? Now, Mm. let me tell you, it is the features on it. It is a paid app. Uh, I think it's like a couple Mm -hmm. of dollars max. But it is like basically you'll take your photo and then you create an outline of what you want to include in this retro look. So the big difference between this and Instagram is that although it gives you a retro look, you get to pick your background. So it's kind of like creating a retro poster. Exactly. And then you can put text on it. So And you've got like a variety of different filters that can go over the top. It it is like very extensive in terms of features. Uh, If you, I'm actually going to post something on our Facebook and Twitter that, 
that I created at like a different strokes poster, retro poster, if you will. <laughs> but it is like seriously, Dave, um, for anyone who's into like those nostalgic type um apps at the moment are about taking photos and making them look different and mm. you know trying stuff out um there's all i mean there's different typography if you want to you know put words on there it is like so many different backgrounds you can you could go forever you could go forever creating all sorts of posters for yourself yeah i mean like you can probably forget about making birthday cards from now on because you can use retromatic to you can make invitations you can make invites on it yeah Oh, Jade. And then the best thing about it, Dave, is it can be shared. You can save it into your camera roll or you can share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. etc. And so, you can put an extra layer filter on it on Instagram. Yeah. Well, I like double filtering. Because <laughs> I take stuff on uh, Hipstamatic, which yeah. is another app that yeah. I, I think we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, and I sometimes share it on Instagram and, you know, double filter it. <laughs> For, for, you know, ensured quality. Yeah, so you know how we're all taking professional quality photos on our phones? <laughs> I know. Who needs a photographer these days? Nah. You can create your own poster with this app. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Ricky Lee, and you're listening to Different Strokes with Dave and Jade on Joy 94.9. Dave, uh, Mick from Melbourne. Oh, my goodness. This text has just made my day. It made me laugh. I'm sorry, Mick, but it made me laugh. Yeah, uh, we're sorry to laugh at your situation. Let's have a listen. <laughs> the drink bottle leaked into my gym bag and my fresh jocks are wet through a pigeon shat on me at the station but it's all all is right in the world jade and dave are on joy (laughs) 94.9 oh mick that i was i actually got shat on by a pigeon once yeah and i was in denial about it for the longest time because i'm like maybe it was some kid with like you know some some yogurt or something and he accidentally flicked it on my back that that's not pigeon poo no it's not no, yeah. it's not pigeon poo. I just touched it, so therefore it cannot be pigeon poo. But of course it was. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.